we'll see about Plank. But that's good news, right, because it means Sooner softball is officially back. This team enters this season, massive winning streak. Obviously, the weight of the expectations of uh, trying to go get a four-peat, I, I know that it's real. I know that, uh, obviously, there's an immense amount of pressure on Oklahoma softball to uh, maintain the winning streak, right? But larger than that, to go for this this group of – there's five seniors on this Oklahoma softball team, Connor, that they, they've been at OU throughout, right? So, uh, Patty Gasso, earlier this week for, for OU Softball Media Day, talked – was in her opening statement. We'll find that eventually – she touched on how they've got 10 upperclassmen that mean a ton to this program, Connor. And anyways, she, she talked about the upperclassmen. we got to cherish this group. It's a special group. And she's right. It's a historic group at Oklahoma. And yet half of that group has, will, have, will have been at Oklahoma for the duration of their Oklahoma careers. That, those five pretty special right and so for those five in particular the pressure to complete this thing right this four Pete that's not been done I know that it's real and it exists and uh, at times I don't know I would let uh, T.R.A. Jennings and Jada Coleman and company I would let them sound off on it maybe that uh, does become quite the burden at some time but I'm officially at the point and I've been officially at the point with Oklahoma softball that I just expect them to answer the call in that regard at this point. Yeah, and it's pretty tough to do a four-peat. I mean, even last year, we're like, you know, there's people out there, fans of college softball saying, oh, you can't go back to back to back. Well, they just did. Now they got a chance to uh, have a four-peat. And these seniors on this team for uh, Oklahoma have been part of this winning tradition uh, a lot of it throughout their career. So they've been fun to watch, and, yeah, we're just geared up. We're right around the corner here for uh, softball season. You got Utah Valley, and after that, Josh, I mean, you got two top ten matchups. They'll be fun. Uh, Duke and Washington, you'll get to find out a lot about this team and uh, what the pitching rotation looks like, what the defensive uh, alignments look like for this team, and uh, the lineup in general. I mean, what does it look like one through nine? And I expect – as uh, one Patty Gasso basically explained to us, that uh, there will be some shuffling. The lineup will be in flux early. And Coach Gasso's basically saying, well, she said all six pitchers will have a role for Oklahoma. She doesn't uh, expect to redshirt anybody right now. She says she needs all six. And this talented group of freshmen, they're going to factor in for Oklahoma right here and right now. So I anticipate, Connor, as uh, the last several seasons and however many seasons have been, but uh, in particular what, the last two, three seasons where the the depth has really ballooned for Oklahoma, there's a lot of different directions this thing can go in terms of what what lineups look like and uh, in terms of, okay, who pinch hits where, who pinch runs where, Again, uh, day-to-day lineups, who's going to be starting, who's uh, coming out of the bullpen, is there a middle reliever, is there a closer? I think all of those options are on the table for Oklahoma in uh, in part, well, and mostly too, they, they just got a lot of talented options. 
Well, and you got you got some freshmen that can come in and play right away. We know the pitching rotation is going to look a lot different. You return to Cole May, but uh, through the transfer portal, you got Kelly Maxwell and Peyton Monticelli. Uh, those two, Carly uh, Keeney. Carly Keeney. Yep, they've they've had some a really good softball career, and we've seen Kelly Maxwell a lot when she's been at uh, Oklahoma State. And we'll figure out if she can be the one uh, or the two for OU this year. Shameless plug for John Williams and myself. We, uh, we've got Alex Storacco going forward on Locked On Sooners every Tuesday during softball season. And uh, she's the perfect person. And I, I'll procure this audio. I haven't cut, cut it up today, but I will for it tomorrow. She's the perfect person to talk about this because, okay, Alex Storacco comes to Oklahoma, right, from Michigan where who was she, Connor? She's the, the number one arm. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but guess what? She threw a ton of innings. Comes to Oklahoma and, and still threw a bunch, right? Triple-digit innings and uh, all these strikeouts, and yet that workload was radically different. You, now all of a sudden you don't have to throw 200 innings over the course of a season. There are uh, other trusty options around you. There's a Nicole May. There's a Jordy Ball. And Oklahoma has got that again with its stable of arms to where – I think about Keeney. I think about Maxwell. They've been that pitcher, right, especially Maxwell, on the game's biggest stage to where it it falls on your doorstep. And it it will again for Maxwell, and she very well – I'm not going to rule her out to be the ace when it's all said and done on this group, Connor, but the the burden lessens – because of everything that you're surrounded with, really both offensively and uh, in terms of the circle for Oklahoma. But uh, in this instance, primarily because of what surrounds you as well in the circle. So that is uh, a great benefit. That is a great relief. And in some ways, though, that has to be a big-time adjustment. Once the Rocco and Maxwell are in a very similar uh, situation where they've been the dominant arm for their previous team. They're going to come in and uh, they're going to share innings. I mean, that's exactly what Kelly Maxwell will do. There's going to be two other pitchers with her uh, to take some pressure off her uh, arm to share some innings in the circle. So it'll be interesting to see how it played out. And that just goes to show where uh, some of these pitchers, they don't mind coming into Oklahoma and not throwing as much as they did with their previous team. What What is everybody excited about? Uh, big win streak, right? Keeping that alive, making it uh, quote unquote untouchable. J- Jada Coleman robbing more homers—that could be on the She's list. She's so good, man. <laughs> she makes it look so easy. And when you're watching the game, you can just uh, see—you just see it coming. I uh, really enjoy watching the program in general, and there's been a number of players along the way that look—they uh, transcend the sport. They're superstars. Lauren Chamberlain, Allo, I mean, could go on and on with the list, right? I think I've had as much fun or more fun watching Jada Coleman. I love watching her play. What she does offensively and defensively, she's got pop at times. Obviously, uh, the speed is a dynamic weapon. What she does defensively, she is truly a special, special talent. We have been so fortunate to watch her in an uh, OU uniform as, as many games and as long as we have. When you have so many storylines, I mean, Kinsey Hansen, what she can do when she's uh, fully healthy, she'll be a player to keep out on, a graduate. 
uh, a leader behind home plate for OU. Riley Boone, man, we've seen her come up with uh, so many big at-bats in the nine spot, an extra leadoff for OU last year. Man, there were so many pivotal uh, at-bats for her that kept OU in the game or started a rally in the inning for OU. So that is, Connor, our low-hanging fruit question of, well, hour number two, right here on the Plank Show. It's uh, a lot of different directions you could take this thing. What are you looking forward to? from this Oklahoma softball season in 2024. What are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to from uh, OU softball? We've got a couple of submissions already. Uh, Before we hop to an opening hour two break, Diesel from Walters, is there going to be a way to listen to Chris Plank call the softball game tomorrow? There's a number of different ways to listen. Let me see uh, where he's going to be on. I'll I'll try and lock that down for you. There's a number of different ways you can stream, though, the uh, the action. But uh, let, let me look into that, Diesel, before I just start spouting off stuff and it's on uh, a different network or this or that. I would encourage you, Soonersports.com is going to have, I mean, obviously, all of the information right there. Avoid soft, or avoid the flow of softball, possibly. looks like you'll have that for uh, the opening games for OU this week. Unless you're just, you know, okay with uh, – paying the price and you understand that or or link it with chris plank yeah you you can you can sync them up but if you know what you're getting and you want to watch and you don't have this expectation that it's going to be espn quality or fox or nbc or cbs quality okay move the goal posts move the foul posts and understand that it's not going to be the greatest production of all time for not the cheapest price also of all time, right? Well, then maybe uh, maybe it won't ruin things for you. 15.60 a.m., uh, by the way, the, uh, the franchise, too, for uh, tomorrow morning's game, 10.30 uh, a.m., Puerto Vallarta College Challenge. So uh, that, uh, that's what's going on. Or you can, again, get the, the subscription to Flow Softball where you can watch along. The uh, game tomorrow I'm looking forward to, of course, is number two uh, versus number nine or number 11 Duke, depending on uh, where you're looking. That's going to be that's gonna be grab the popcorn entertainment tomorrow afternoon. Well, and you love to see OU get with a team that's in the top ten. Just a really good matchup and uh, great viewership for the sport of college softball when you get those big-time matchups uh, non-conference early in the year. The uh, Sooners would f- will follow that up Friday versus Washington. That is number 7 or number 10 Washington, depending on where you look. And then uh, 8.30 p.m., uh, by the way, Friday night versus Washington. And then 1 o'clock in the afternoon uh, versus Long Beach State on Saturday. Patty Gasso, what does she have to say about this 2024 season from OU Media Day? We'll share it with you next right here. It's the Plank Show on The Wrap. Back with you here. It is the Plank Show right here on the ref. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. Our number two is presented by Allison Insurance. That is allisoninsurance.com where they can get you situated with uh, all sorts of different types of insurance. That's health insurance, life insurance, Medicare supplements, uh, you name it, uh, allisoninsurance.com. 
where Bob and Robert Allison, they've been uh, helping you and your office for insurance for years and years, and obviously you and your family for over 60 years as well. 405-745-2968. The the long-awaited opening statement here was Patty Gasso earlier this week. Yeah, we've um, we've been grinding on this field for, it seems like, forever. So everybody's really excited. Coach, if you don't mind starting us off, just letting us know a little bit about the uh, excitement heading into opening week, and then we'll open up for questions. Yeah, we've um, we've been grinding on this field for, it seems like, forever. So everybody's really excited. Team's looking good. They're playing well. Uh, upperclassmen are excited. There's 10 of them, um, 10 very, very monumental athletes that have been in our program that I hope everybody gets to enjoy this last season with them because they're special. They've done special things here. Um, pitching staff is ready. I mean, we're ready. Now we're just waiting. So the wait is over and we're going to be ready. And my sincere apologies for the uh, lousy editing <laughs> job. I hope that's the... Uh... Let's hope that's our lone mistake in uh, hour number two here. I do apologize. But uh, you can tell the 10 upperclassmen, that's uh, a big, big thing for Patty Gasso here, that uh, they've got these, this group, this nucleus of very experienced players, and they want to send them out on the right note. Go out with a bang, make it a four-peat. Man, that would mean so much for these upperclassmen, uh, these seniors that have played just such a pivotal part for – OU softball throughout their career. Just so many wins, so many trips to uh, the Women's College World Series and, of course, national championships. Connor, what else do we have from one uh, Patty Gasso? You, you can just what, – what you already have loaded up over there. What do we have uh, in the queue? What do we opened? The uh, the defensive alignment for Patty Gasso. Yeah, and make sure this thing is, uh, yeah, minimized all the way out. Patty Gasso – What's the opening lineup defensive alignment? And obviously she revealed, uh, well, who's going to be starting at shortstop, which many of you probably know, but it sounded like this. Right now I think Tiara is going to be working over at shortstop. Alyssa Brito is so good at third. It's hard to move her out of there, and her experience is something else. Um, I've got three buying at second. That's Avery Hodge, Quincy Lilio, and... Alina Torres, but Alina Torres can do a lot of things. Avery can also play shortstop. Q can also play the outfield, so there's opportunities for all of them. Uh, Jada Coleman in center, Kenzie Hansen behind the plate, Riley Ludlam's a nice backup there. The outfield is still fighting. I mean, there's really good hitters. Uh, our freshman Ella Parker, she's not playing first. It'll be Sid Sanders at first, but Ella Parker's got to be in this lineup. So that's one thing that I'm certain. Cassidy Pickering's a big-time hitter as well. Now you've got Hannah Core who had a great fall, and you've got Riley Boone, who is the, the starter of everything. So um, there's going to be a lot of movement this first weekend. We've got to give everybody opportunity to see how they handle but likely the opportunity is going to be the matchup that fits them from the opponent offensively. So um, I really can put anybody in at any time. So I'm going to really try to unload the bench as much as I can throughout each game. That's got to be such a fun feeling as a coach. Uh, the program's dominant first and foremost, but 
you know, you've won all these games, national championships. Toss that to the side, right? Forget about that for a moment. Entering any season and feeling like you have the plethora of options that Patty Gasso feels like Oklahoma has in the circle, in its lineup, defensive uh, situationally, that has to be the best feeling as a coach, Connor. When you can plug in place, it feels like anybody on OU's roster, and Patty's got some players that can play multiple positions, whether that's in the infield uh, or the outfield. And you're just going to have new names that are going to come into this lineup. And if they're not in the lineup, they're going to be ready to go to come off the bench. And I'm ready to see T.R.A. Jennings uh, at shortstop. Obviously, she's played second uh, throughout her career at OU because uh, Grace Lyons was at shortstop. So interested to see how she goes going from second uh, to shortstop. So, yeah, there's just so many positions for OU and so much depth that Oklahoma has this year, it feels like. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. We uh, asked it. It's uh, let's call it our text the show question for hour number two here. What are you looking forward to from this OU softball group in 2024? And uh, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. It's uh, a booming. It's a buzzing like always. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Out of the four zero five, true history, four in a row. I mean, that's it, right? Ultimately, look, win as many in a row as you can. Perfect season. I keep saying perfect season. It's like the last couple of years is this possibility, and yet it's so hard to do that. Uh, To not stub your toe once is almost unrealistic, and yet for this group it might be attainable. So that, that would be pretty special, but ultimately that aside, the the length of the win streak, however long you take it, a perfect season – tabling those ideas for just win a fourth straight, right? Yeah, four in a row is just insane. And going back to last year when they dropped that early game to Baylor, I know there was talk, uh, it feels like, from the fans and everyone in the state saying, okay, maybe this OU team's not as dominant as we uh, think they are, but then they rally off on a big winning streak and they win another uh, national championship. And, if, hey, if OU goes four in a row, maybe the ESPYs will finally give – uh, the team to Oklahoma, team of the year. Uh, no, they, they will not. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, they deserve they it. Not. Yeah, absolutely. They deserve all the flowers and uh, adulation, but uh, we cannot trust the ESPYs uh, to be properly delivered, unfortunately. John in Blanchard, Jada Coleman, greatest OU women's athlete ever. Yeah, she's been a beast throughout her career at OU. I mean – Constantly the leadoff hitter for OU and what she does defensively. Man, so many homers that she has robbed out there uh, in the outfield. Just so very athletic. And it shows how athletic she is, man. She was a shortstop, a lefty shortstop in high school. Comes into Oklahoma, makes her way to the outfield. Now she's turned into uh, one of the best outfielders to ever play the game. Out of the 405, I'm interested to, I'm interested to see how Kelly Maxwell looks at OU under the pitching coaches tutelage yeah that's a big storyline when she was at Oklahoma State she was the main pitcher she threw so many innings uh, for the Cowboys and now she's going to share those innings with some other pitchers on the roster for Oklahoma so yeah it'll be interesting to see how she uh, plays a big part for this team it will be and uh, to get to work day to day with Patty Gasso with Jen Rocha it's going to be fun to see uh, what Maxwell 
can dial up. And again, as we uh, discussed a little while ago, and I'm sure it, this will be a common topic over the course of the spring into the summer, when you've got the other arms around you and you're fresh and you can be fresh to end the year, what is that going to do for uh, Kelly Maxwell? That's going to be fun to see how much that helps her. Well, and you can, if you're Kelly Maxwell, I mean, you can throw feels <laughs> like or one game uh, in a series, in a conference series this year. So you're going to be fresh and uh, ready to go when you get later in the season and when you get ready for uh, regional play and postseason time. 615. All of a sudden we got serious this morning, Connor. We are ultimately oh, wow. going to have to cut a lot of sports in order to self-fund NIL once that's legal. Soccer, track, rowing have a combined budget of almost $10 million. That contribution annually would put us in the top ten in the country in NIL before we even take one outside donation. I hate it for those programs, but it seems inevitable. Average Joe OU fan would take keeping a Caden Green every year over having a rowing team, which has a $2.8 million budget, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's tough with NIL. you got to share the money uh, throughout all the sports teams that uh, you have. And it's not just Oklahoma, but, Josh, you know, there's other teams, other universities that struggle with uh, NIL and uh, keeping it for all these sports teams. Yeah, this uh, Big Ten SEC advisory group, or however you want to phrase it, these uh, meeting of the minds here from one Mr. Tony Petiti and Greg Sankey and everybody else involved, the Big Ten presidents, chancellors, ADs, I think they're all involved. Uh, ADs definitely in the Big Ten and SEC all involved. What do uh, they come up with? Whatever that, if you want to call it a partnership, if you want to call it uh, an advisory group, whatever Petiti and Sankey and company, whatever they sort of uh, ultimately figure out, because uh, we've been told, right, from reports that uh, option – well, not option number one, but the most pressing issue is what's going to happen with name, image, likeness and, uh, and uh, pay for play. What's going to happen maybe in terms of a revenue share? So there's some interesting pieces that are going to get sorted out maybe quickly – uh, maybe not very quickly, right? I mean, it, with uh, Petiti and Sankey involved together, and those two were told publicly they have a mutual respect. They have uh, seemingly almost uh, – they've almost become friends, according to the reports. Maybe that is conducive. Maybe it lets things move quickly where they can get some some rapid changes done in not just college football, but college athletics, or it just still is what this thing is, which is a long, drawn-out process with no definitive conclusions on the horizon. I would like to see a world where what you're talking about out of the 615 does not come to pass, that those types of sports go by the wayside. Probably in college sports somewhere, for schools that aren't named Oklahoma, to some degree, yeah, that's that's going to happen if, uh, again, the, the revenue share component finds its way into college sports, which we've – Plank and I have talked about that a lot over the years, but uh, that's just the – that's just 
probably where some of this thing is headed, but I don't know. I, obviously, I'm, I don't have the answers on any of that thought. One more here from the Knibmeyer Chevrolet text line, 580-NATE. Josh, we talked about this earlier, but uh, with softball, I'm most excited to see how these seniors finish and what their legacy will be, a chance to be the greatest class in OU history, which I already think they're the greatest class in OU history, but uh, to make it four in a row, yeah, definitely the uh, best class in OU history. Well, you immortalize yourself. Three out of four? Okay, that's technically gettable for somebody down the road, right? Four out of four, you can match me, you cannot top me. So from that standpoint, yes, you would be carving in stone a legacy that, again, it can be matched. It can never be surpassed. What uh, what else did Patty Gasso have to say? We got a, a ton from Coach Gasso. The uh, pitching staff depth, her remarks there were pretty interesting. And, again, uh, we talked about it earlier. Speaking of 580 Nate's text right there, enjoying that group of seniors that are trying to accomplish just that. What did Patty Gasso have to say about it? Plus your phone calls, your text, as we roll along through hour number two, the uh, Riverwind Casino jackpot line. would love to welcome anybody onto the program here, 405-329-9000. Or, again, keep the, keep the text coming. What are you looking forward to this OU softball season or anything else? Oklahoma-related big win for Sooner Hoops last night. Super Bowl 58 sneaking up. 405-651-3439 is the text line for the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Do a break. More Patty Gasso when we return next. Back with you here. It is hour number two of the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. Connor, thank you for sitting in today for tomorrow. Jumped on yesterday, too. I appreciate you, my friend. Fun to be with you today. It's been fun, yeah. It's been fun. Great week. Uh, Yeah, Planks. uh, Get get ready for this, by the way, too. (laughs) This is is me buttering up to you so you'll be prepared to do this in the future. (laughs) Because uh, it is softball season, and uh, there will be moving parts, my friend. Uh, Hour number two, presented by Allison Insurance. Allisoninsurance.com. Health insurance, life insurance, Medicare supplements, HSAs, and more. Bob and Robert Allison. They can find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance, 405-745-2968. So we mentioned this group of, well, there's 10 upperclassmen, right? But there's five seniors for Oklahoma that they've been through all of it for OU softball as this season embarks and uh, or as we embark upon this season with Oklahoma softball Five seniors that have been here start to finish and would have won back-to-back-to-back-to-back national championships if Oklahoma goes on and wins a national championship and completes the four-peat this season. Patty Gasso says, yeah, we got to enjoy this group while we've got it. Whoop, wait for it. Wait Sorry. For- Sorry, Collective Soul. Yeah, lovely song, but uh, not, not during uh, Patty Gasso's remarks. I think about them more than I ever have because I know this is like the end of a well I don't want to say that because we have a good freshman class it's not the end of a big long string but it is the end of one of the most elite classes that has ever and may ever play softball so that's why I understand that because I get to see it every day Um, they're special they're different and their style of competitive spirit 
is uh, very infectious on this team and it's really infectious to our freshmen, which is exactly what I'm looking for. So um, they have big personalities, they're great players, they're great young women. So um, it's going to be hard to see them go and I'm not gonna think about it. I'm just gonna coach the heck out of them and try to get every ounce of softball out of them that we can. She said uh, something, I don't remember which uh, cut it was in, but uh, basically that uh, there's a part of her, I mean, obviously, as she said right there, she wants to coach every last drop out of this group that has been historic, but there's a part of her that's excited for the future because, well, she gets to do her job again, right? She gets to coach. She said, uh, there's no more coaching involved, and she's joking. I mean, obviously, there's still coaching involved, but less with a group, Connor, that is as accomplished and has done as much and is this far into things as uh, obviously that group of five is. And even some of the transfer portal additions, right? Uh, there will be some legitimate uh, coaching involved for Rocha, for Gasso, with the, a Maxwell, with the Keeney, with the Monticelli. But for, for Maxwell, it's like she's been in almost every situation that the sport of softball can take you in. Well, yeah, she's an older player, a veteran player that has played uh, a lot of softball. But, yeah, I love hearing that from Patty Gasso talking about this uh, senior leadership, this senior group, what it's meant uh, to her. Yeah, it's going to be sad to see them go. But, man, the impact that they have made uh, on this sport and all of them, they're just so unselfish when they're out there. They don't care uh, who gets the spotlight. And you have different players uh, stepping up in different ways throughout the season. So they've been fun to watch last year. And, yeah, <laughs> tomorrow we get another chance to look at this team and this senior play. The uh, Sooners pitching staff going to be phenomenal. And uh, here was Patty Gasso discussing how the the depth of the staff has evolved. And she went back, Connor, and talked about, look, uh, and she's mentioned this before, but with Paige Parker and, and others – uh, Kilani Ricketts pitched a lot of innings and a lot of high stress innings for Oklahoma uh, in the past en route to a, a national championship run. And basically, with Paige Parker, Patty Gaza said, "Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that again." Yeah, I think you guys, a lot of some of you were around when Paige Parker was here, and she pitched almost every inning of every game in postseason. And I promised myself we won that season, but she, I could have, I mean, it's, it's hard to watch because she is so physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. And I promised myself I would never do that again. And that is why I'm really trying to get a good stable of pitchers that complement each other. Uh, but hitters are getting better and a pitcher can't sustain for seven innings much more uh, these days. So you need, I mean, we're looking at like who's our starter, who's our middle reliever, and who's our closer. Everyone, three of these pitchers have a role in a game, um, and they know it. And that's, um, and I think what happens for us at least is when we get into postseason, our pitchers are fresh. They're not worn out, and that's, that's a big plus for us. That will be fascinating to watch if indeed that's how a lot of this year plays out. I, I keep, keep your pitchers fresh absolutely it's a big time benefit when you get uh to those months where all of a sudden it's hotter it's uh you know and look athletes at peak performance with the the best nutritional work surrounding them 
but it's hotter. It, it, it drains on you, right? That wear and tear over the course of a season to uh, offset a lot of that is, is going to help you. But I just think in, in some ways, Connor, it has to be hard to get totally away from, wait a second, I've got uh, Maxwell and she is rolling right now. Not going to yank her out to go to middle relief. The situation, of course, will dictate some of this. I've got Nicole May. She's cooking right now. On and on and on. In, insert pitcher for Oklahoma. And yet, listening to that from Coach Gasso, we're going to see Oklahoma. I mean, didn't she just say, am I misunderstanding this, that we're going to see Oklahoma basically operate with a starter, middle relief, and then a closer at times? Yeah. <laughs> that, that That's big time in college softball. And that's something that's played a big part during this 3P for Patty Gasto and her team is that uh, she's got so many arms to work with, uh, three pitchers that she can throw in, and she'll have pitchers that are fresh. And that plays huge later on in the season when you get ready for postseason play. You'll see some top teams that rely on one arm, and that girl is just uh, gassed by the time the postseason starts. So, yeah, it's pivotal to have uh, three pitchers that are ready to go. The elephant in the room, right? And maybe it's not an elephant in the room. I mean, they've won this thing three times in a row. But probably what Oklahoma's not going to spend a ton of time going out of its way talking about is, uh, I don't know, a uh, a win streak or a four-peat. The elephant in the room, if we can call it that. Let's share it with you next. We'll do a break. Our final TO of hour number two on the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby right here, presented by Allison Insurance. The four Pete. What did Patty Gasso have to say about that quest next? Closing up our number two. It is the Plank Show right here on the Rep, home of Sooner fans. Allison Insurance brings us our number two. AllisonInsurance.com 405-745-2968 is the number two call. Well, that uh, elephant in the room. Oklahoma chasing a four Pete. Uh, Coach, uh, how are you handling trying to track down four in a row? Uh, I'm not a real deep thinker when it comes to things like that. You know, I just go. I, I just go. I think that's why you don't, I don't know, we're, we try to be a very humble group. We don't look back at our laurels. We just want to keep running forward, keep um, raising the OU flag, keep being that team that everybody's trying to get. They have embraced that. That's a tough place to be. We were always a team that, even though we were not underdogs, I would talk them into the fact that we're underdogs. Now I can't do that anymore. They understand where they stand, but they, they're they ready to fire back. They're, they're ready to fire first. That's really the attitude. So um, they, they're ready. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a really tough season for us. I, I, I feel that coming, so I'm able to see what kind of women rise from the, the ashes here. That's going to be the most important thing. What about that target on the back? Does the target on the back get any bigger for Oklahoma? Maybe a little bit. This one is just different. I mean, it, the expectation. And winning four in a row is unheard of, unheard of. You can't even wrap your mind around it, um, even winning three. And so for them, they want to be a team that did something that maybe nobody in maybe my lifetime will ever do on the softball field again. And that is something special. And they like to be able to chase those moments. 
Um, but we've got to do it without um, thinking of outcomes and results. We've got to do it just in a free manner, which is when they're their best. Oklahoma has seemingly done a pretty good job of that over the years of blocking out the, hey, this win streak, or you're going for three in a row, now here's four. You can't be caught up in all that stuff. The uh, press clippings. Can't be caught up with what Connor Pasby has to say. <laughs> you want to go win a fourth. Well, it's fun being a team with a target on your back where every single team uh, is trying to beat you. You're the word around town. And, yeah, it's a, it's a great feeling to have, but you don't want to think about that. You want to take this game by game, and that's the message that Patty Gasso is giving her team. couple of texts. We said, okay, what are you most looking forward to this softball season as we approach hour number three? Uh, out of the 316, that is Wichita, Kansas, ladies and gentlemen. The continuity and culmination for this senior class. Many accomplishments completed and accolades earned. Hashtag Boomer. That's uh, from Tommy. Uh, out of the 817, looking forward that uh, these young ladies play with joy and don't listen to the outside noise. Win or lose, they represent OU in the most positive way. And then uh, somebody was curious, did OU lose their backup catcher to the portal? Sophia Nugent transferred. They added Riley Ludlam, who you hear good things about. Uh, You hear good things about for Oklahoma. That's two in the books. We got one to go. The top five stories of the day coming your way next, plus uh, a little football next hour. And, And your phone calls, your text right here. It's the Plank Show on the Wrap.